is different. And that is a victory Monday. Victory Monday. Hey man, you might as well go ahead and try to find that uh, the air horn sound, bro. Hey man, you ain't gotta tell me. You ain't gotta <laughs> Victory Monday. How you feel? How you feel, Lions Nation? We didn't came, we didn't saw, we didn't conquered. The boys are back in town. As they said in the 80s, and the last time the Lions were decent. So, <laughs> I told the wife when she finally, I told the wife when she finally um, pledged her allegiance to oh, the flag. Oh, she's a Lions fan now? She's a Lions fan. Oh, praise she Jesus. Said it, praise Jesus. She said it at the Cowboys game, and we lost that game. But, Ever since that game, we've been we won five or six. So yes, sir. Thank yes, you, sir. wife. Yes, thank. thank she said she can't. Uh, she can't Lee. root. She can't root for a for a loser. She said uh. that. <laughs> so she was mad when we lost. She was like, "I don't root for losers." And what do you know? That's right. She is We're not losers fan. anymore. So well, yeah, she is a Bama fan. Yeah. Hey, hey, they they still they worst year. We yeah. they still trying to back into the playoffs. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yes. So yeah, folks, it is Victory Monday. The Lions did get the dub, like we said they would last week. We called it. Everybody called it. Tez wasn't on, but he told us from on high that they would win the game as well. Even though I don't think Tez has ever said the Lions were going to lose. We're going to say that. <laughs> Stop feeling. Yeah, look, look, don't have don't have the people think I'm just like the homer homer of all homers. I done kept it a book with all of my picks, man. Like even said, even the Bills L. I was like, you know what? Like we may take that L, but I'm gonna go with the dub. At least I do in the back of my head it was an L. But we almost won that game. But no, season, we can rewind the tape. We I got as many L's I threw out there for us, man. So come on now. Don't do me like that. Hey, we gonna get the party started. Um, Irk is oh, and I have I have stories because me and Irk watched the game together. He is in Dallas right now. Uh, shout out to Irk. He is uh, in Dallas right now. Uh, everybody who's a fan of the show knows his situation, and um, you know prayers up to Irk. Uh, hope you're feeling all right, man. I actually hope you listen to the show because the shows you miss, you just don't need to listen. So I ain't gonna say nothing about this. You better say something to me to let me know you done listen to the show. Um, but other than that, Tez, let's get busy. How did it break down for us? All right. So started the game. Started out a bit rough for us. We uh, started the game. Got the opening drive. We went a a smooth three and out. Only gaining one yard. So it was looking pretty pathetic at that point. We punted away, and uh, at that point. Minnesota goes down and they turn the ball over on downs as uh, our boy Tostakuda loves to fill the run gap. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of plays he did play because he was sick this game, but he filled the gap, stopped Devin Cook. I mean Dalvin Cook from getting that first down. So we mm-hmm. took over the ball um, roughly around the forty-five yard line at that point. Um, so at which point, uh, two-play drive ending with uh, 
a Jameson Williams sighting, uh, mm-hmm. to which point he burnt uh, both the corner and the safety who Minnesota was losing. They lost, uh, I think Harrison Barnes was out of this game. Mm-hmm. So he beat his uh, backup for a wide open. Like, <laughs> I was listening to uh, Rico, your favorite buddy. Uh, and he was like, I thought they blew the play dead because he was so wide open. Yeah, yeah I heard he, was, he was wide open for a um, – 41-yard touchdown to Lions, strike first, go up. I was listening to Baldy today, and he said J-Mo was running so fast, it's like he was a comet streaking across the field. <laughs> yeah, man, that look, that dude is, yeah, man, he's he's unreal quick. Like, you know how, like, Tyreek Hill, he's quick, but you just see, like, his little legs just moving, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Jamison Williams runs he's like tall. hell, bro. Yeah. He, he's just, like, he just run, and he just, he, 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 Gained so much ground with each stride. It just seemed like mm-hmm. he ain't that fast, but he cooked everybody. Yeah. So next possession for the uh, Minnesota Vikings, they get the kickoff and then proceed to take it 10 plays for 75 yards. If I'm not mistaken, that was capped off with a one-yard Dalvin Cook touchdown in which they scored on that play. So they tied it up 7-7. Seven to seven. Hey, we're going to talk. Hold on. The way they talked about that easy-ass touchdown like he was Barry Sanders juking my man. I'm like, any running back in the NFL would have done that. He planted one foot and cut on the damn linebacker and scored, bro. I'm like, Eric was was getting mad. He was like, any goddamn running back could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. He, he, oh, God, yeah. Look, that's... mm. All right, so then we get the drive next going towards the end of the uh, first quarter. Uh, we go 10 plays, 36 yards, uh, and it, we ended up turning the ball over on downs because we went forward on their side of the ball. Uh, incomplete pass to DJ Chark, which we will talk about him a little bit later at that point. Um, next, um, opening up the second quarter, the um, Minnesota Vikings do get the ball back. They go five plays, 13 yards, and then they punt it away. And then we play this game of punt, punt, punt for about a couple of drives, at which point. Um, finally, we hold uh, uh, Minnesota to a three and out. They only gain nine yards, and they punt the ball away. At this point, we talk about that man, Chark, baby Chark. He ends up uh, first play after we get the ball back. Our boy Jared Goff connects with Chark for a 48-yard bomb and puts the Lions up 14-7 to at that point. Um, for everyone who for everyone who wants to talk about Jared Goff underthrowing, even when he did it with uh, J-Mo, this was maybe his – his second, I would say his best throw of the year was last week to Shark. But this one was in stride, and Shark did the rest. This was a very impressive uh, throw. And we're going to yes, talk about very, golf later. Very, very impressive. So we give the ball back, and Minnesota then proceeds to go 12 plays to 67 yards um, and set up for, if I'm not mistaken, it was a first and goal, at which point they tried to get super cute and do one of those Tim Tebow jump passes with Dalvin Cook, but he got stuffed by Isaiah Bugs, and that fumble ended up being recovered by, Bu- oh, no, it was recovered by Kirby Joseph, mm-hmm. um, and we got the ball back. So then we proceed to march it down, shoot for a field goal, but Bagley just clipped it. It wasn't left. Um, it faded out, and that essentially ended the half at that point. Uh, Minnesota gets the ball back. They're down 14-7 to at this point. We hold them to a three and out, at which point they punt it out to us, and then we get to rolling. We go on a 12-play, 76-yard drive uh, with a play-action pass touchdown from Jared Goff to his homeboy, 
Was that Josh Reynolds is his homeboy? Mm-hmm. Yes. So his homeboy, Josh Reynolds, on a nice play action pass. I actually thought he overthrew he, he him. I he, thought he pitched it. Like the camera was all off. And then he, he, like, did, he did like a weird pitch. And then it was like yeah. he turned around and then when he threw it, I thought he threw it too far, but I just uh-huh. saw him jump out and grab it. Yeah. Um, at which point we go up at that point 21 to 7. Next drive, Minnesota gets the ball, marches it down seven plays, 75 yards with a really cute 23-yard touchdown pass from Kirk Cousins to Adam Thielen as he walked in. If I'm not mistaken, who is that uh, guy who needs to be cut? Was his name? God damn African toast. Oh, foo-foo-ass motherfucker. This man. Oh, my God. Between him and Orurier, look. They, no, it was Owarie. You don't know. No, not it. on that one. It was Hughes. It was Hughes. Owarie got cooked by uh Justin Jefferson a couple of plays during that uh, oh. drive. He got cooked like it was like a first and ten, and Jefferson cooked him for uh thirty four yards. He had Hughes yards. was good in the um in in run defense. He stuffed yes. a lot of runs. Yes, he was. But our back end. Oh God. When Okuda um, went out, it was a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. So. That that touchdown went to Adam Thielen, at which point, which I even scratched my head when they did this, they wind up going for two and don't get it. We stuck on the two-point conversion, and that just kind of like MCDC uh, play calling of old when it came to Connolly on the other side because I was, just, I was wow. talking I was talking mad shit um, this week online to Viking fans, and I went on their YouTube to see what they're talking about, and they hated that play call. Like, they didn't understand it. Their skull Twitter was on fire when it happened. They didn't understand why. So nobody understood. Who, why would they yeah, even do uh, that? It was it, it, it was very head-scratching, but needless to say, we're still up eight at this point. We get the ball back, go 10 plays, 75 yards with a Josh Jackson. It's Josh Jackson, right? That's his last, yes. I, I think that's his first name. Josh Jackson, 15-yard scramble, which had a pretty block. I sent it to all the uh, the groups yet. Mm-hmm. J-Mo uh, had a crackback block that freed him up uh, on the outside of the pylon. Um, and at that point, we go up 28-13. to 13. Um, Next drive, Minnesota drives it uh, seven plays, 52 yards for a um, – and then ending it a field goal. We get the ball back, 12 plays, 52 yards, another field goal at this point. Um, we give the ball back and we're up by what's this? We're up by 15 at this point again for trading field goals. And the, the heart starts to pump a little bit because we're like, wait a minute, is this going to happen? Are we going to do this? So the, the Vikings get it back. And sure enough, in a minute and 16 seconds, they make a quick uh, score of it. Six play, 75 yard touchdown pass, uh, 15 yard touchdown pass to uh, Osborne from Kirk Cousins. And then they're still down by eight at this point. We get the ball back. <clears throat> Uh, seven plays and uh, a pedestrian 14 yards, but it was set up with a, a great return on that kickoff. So we only had to go about 14 mm-hmm. yards. And then at, at that point, we go up 11 um, with the final score being 34 to 23. Uh, one thing I didn't touch on is I didn't go play by play, but uh, Justin Jefferson uh, had a game, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I uh, just want to give him his career high because career high and franchise record. 223 yards for the Vikings who broke he broke the record set by another Viking against the Detroit Lions so their franchise record got broken <laughs> who, who was it Moss or Carter no neither it was a guy from the 60s I cannot remember his name he had 210 yards it was either 60s or 70s I remember they they, they said the stat during the game and I didn't remember his name but uh he Dang. went 11 11 catches for 223 yards 
Um, but yeah, man, uh, Chark had a game. He had six catches, 94 yards, and a touchy. Um, and Jared Goff, uh, 27 for 39, 333 TDs. I mean, him and Kirk Cousins was slinging it. He had four, four and a quarter and two TDs as well. So by all means, it was a passing shootout that we, uh, mm-hmm. we got to watch. Uh, even though we surprisingly had 143 yards on the ground. Which well, no, that's that's a that's a hidden is there's hidden numbers in there because our leading rusher was CJ Moore. On yeah, now that punt. fake punt. So, yeah. but still, I mean, rush yards, rush yards, it adds up. We held them to 22 yards. Uh, Dalvin Cook went for 15 and 23 with that one touchy. So, keeping their two-headed monster because Madison can run too. He uh he he when Cook was hurt last year. He did. Mm-hmm. He had a hell, a couple of hell of a games. Like made fantasy owners proud last year. So, but yeah, man, Justice Jefferson was the king of the day. But the Lions got the W, and that's all that really matters. So we're not gonna act like because our defense sucks, but it does not suck to the point that the numbers are first a little bit because um, cousins cooked, but. Our number one DB played what a quarter and a half Maybe. at most, Maybe. and he kept he kept coming out. And as soon as he hung it up for the day, Jefferson was cooking. That is when that's when it happened. He was on the simmer. He was on. He was probably good for about a hundred, hundred twenty-five, one fifty at the most. Not this. Oria. He there's past. This is he's just serviceable. Because we need somebody out there. Because this man, I don't know if it's his confidence or whatever, but he's gone after the season. Um, I I don't know what happened between last season and this season, where the where the picks just a result of luck. I don't know what it is, but he I I he's getting spun like a top, and it's it's hard to even watch. Um, when you see somebody running wild, I'm like, who is, oh, here we go again, African toast. Like, I just can't, I, and me and Keith just sitting there like, what is going on? I it used to be Will Harris. Yeah, yeah. What what happened to Melifanu? Well, I, I didn't see him on the air. He, he done for the year? Not if he, they said his play is tragic. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, they talk about him on the Detroit Lions pod. Like, I think he's up out of here, which makes me really think we probably get, I'm thinking we're going to spend some money on a, on a decent, not great um, DB and then draft one. Yeah. Um, because next year we can't, we cannot let the momentum stop. So they're not going to wait till the year we get the money because we, we don't have the money. Chicago got the money this year. We got our money. Next year, but I, I thought, think they don't. I still thought we had like didn't we, we got some, we got like, but we don't have don't everything coming off the books. Like I think how much Chicago got like one hundred twenty million or something stupid. A buck thirty, I think. Yeah, I remember I saw. But once stuff rolls off, because I think Stafford money comes off next year, and then we got to make the move with what we're gonna do with golf. Um, that's that's when we'll have our money, that dead money off off the books. But anyways. Yeah, we're going to, we got, I got to, I put it in here, man. We got to get golf his flowers. I've been, I've, I've been on the fence with golf. I wanted to stand behind him in the beginning of the year. The, the, um, the Patriots game, 
I he had me had me bugging. And then when he came down to Dallas, I mean he had like four turnovers that game, like something stupid. So I I was basically like, man, I can get this guy out of here. This guy on this six day, this six um, week run, he's really put the team on his back. The team loves scared golf. Like you can't put that past past it. Um, that that has to factor into we talking about getting the uh, one of the first round picks. And I, I've been talking to people online. They saying you know we gotta get we gotta get a quarterback. And I'm like, first of all, the GM loves him. Second of all, the team loves him. And third and most importantly, he's putting up numbers. This man, I forgot where I read this. I watch, I read, I read and watch so much Lions news, but they were saying that Ben Johnson and Jared Goff are growing together, play caller and quarterback. You can't, you cannot put up. That's priceless at this point, where he knows what JG can do well, and JG trusts him to put him in the right spot, um, because. Even when when um, some guy was hurt for those couple games, they weren't putting up the numbers, numbers, but they were still kind of. He was moving it. Yeah, they still they still was thinking of Duncan, you know, figuring out big smooth uh, Josh Reynolds. He he just took on the mantle because Shark didn't get right until like three games ago. Now you, I didn't even know because I didn't watch Jacksonville. This is the Shark that they had. Cause we ain't have him in the beginning of the year. Like this is somebody new. Yeah, this man like getting a, loose. He had a Pro Bowl year, and he had like a, I think like eleven hundred yards one year. For, yeah, this man getting loose in the back. I wish, cause I don't think you asked in the group chat, do we do we sign Shark? I don't know if we can afford him, cause this was almost like a, cause he took this and bet on himself. So now he gonna want the, he gonna he gonna want some bread. But do you I mean, want to drop some bread off, or do you want to? I mean, in fairness, though, like he only been around and serviceable. Like, let's keep it a buck. He only been serviceable for about four of the thirteen games. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to where but he he in the he in the open market though. Like, somebody gonna be like, they might take a a flyer on them. And do you want do you want to match that? So I'm not saying we will, we won't, but I'm just saying it'll be difficult. It'll be difficult to to keep him, but I think, and I thought I had this thought earlier today. He is finding Holmes is finding young, hungry dudes who wanna who wanna like prove themselves. So it's another DJ Shark coming, like somebody like trying to figure it out. So you just throw him in. Sidebar, if he's there. You guys heard it first, and man. Hey, do we, if he's there, and if he's there, was it? He's not gonna be. He's the Blitnikoff winner. Like he won't be there, yeah, bro. I, th- I look. I, he's not going in the first round. He's not. Going Why? In Smith and Jig, but he is not, bro. He is not. Watch. They receivers go off the off like high case, bro. He, he is not. He is. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think he's a day oneer. Period. No, no. Mm-mm. Dude had like fifteen hundred yards this year, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And he had like uh, sixteen touchdowns, I think. Man, I don't know. I mean, look, look. But if he's there, that's that's a guy who I think would be like. Could you imagine Hyatt, Sun God, 
and J-Mo. No, I, I can't. <laughs> like that, that's not something that I, I'm foreseeing happening. I mean, if you do, hey, make it happen, but Hey, but nah, I don't know nah, about that's that. A, that's a, but I'm sure we're gonna find something in the draft because Holmes has been he's been more hit than miss. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, uh, this guy that we're about to talk about next, he yeah, is speaking of hits, of, of hits, uh, six round, six to seven, six round. Mm-hmm. James Houston, bro, uh, didn't make the starting 53 man roster. Mm-hmm. Was on the practice squad, came up three games in, and he already has four sacks in three games and 86 snaps, ladies and gentlemen. Let that let that play out for you. Then every 20 snaps, he gets a sack. Every time getting a sack. That that's is crazy. insane production for a guy who three weeks ago was not sure if he was gonna be uh on the practice squad seeing any kind of playing time to somebody who is getting productive minutes and is hitting at the right time when the team needs him the most. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's a hit for like it looks like both of our six round picks are picks are hit because uh Rodrigo was six round, wasn't he? Or was he, oh, he was. no 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 I want to say, was he? No, he was he fifth round. Rodrigo no, was six. I thought he was six. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Yep, Rodrigo was uh, the sixth round number nine pick, and Houston was the sixth round thirty ninth pick. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. So yeah, I I do appreciate James Houston, and what is uncanny about his situation is he doesn't have a pass rush move. This man wins with a dip. That's it. Speed and bend. That's all he do. Get his man because Hutch don't got nothing else, but he got some hand smacks and some spins. Get them in the same in the same room and and see if they can pick up some man. Show Aiden how to bend his his frame a little bit better, and he can get some hand slaps and man. The future is bright, man. The future is bright, but James Houston, man. Yes, you love to see it. Yes, you gotta love. We and we've been we've been complaining about a pass rush for years, and now we're getting them in spades. You got Pascal uh, sighting. I don't know if you noticed him, but he was out there. He was out there yesterday. He was cooking. Rodrigo was cooking. Jacobs got another fumble recovery. Houston got another sack. sack. Jacobs, yeah, Jacobs got a sack yesterday. I mean, not Jacobs, Joseph. Joseph had, the, I'm just talking about the rookies. Oh, Kirby okay. Joseph. Joseph had the fumble recovery. Yes. Then Hutch had a sack. Houston had a sack. Pascal was out there stuffing, getting tackles for loss. And then you got, you, you then you got Jamie on the other side. Doing, Rodrigo was out there popping people too, man. So Rodrigo, his PFF grade is off the charts. So give me one more draft. Give me one more draft. That'll be three homes drafts. If he hits at this, because I doubt he can hit at this rate next year. Like you don't get it these depends, drafts. Bro, Not like it this. Depends on it, it. Depends on where we fall. Like okay, look, man. Because I've been I, look, I've been capping for this man. It, so long as we stay in the top five, I believe we can get Jalen Carter. I don't think he's gonna be. They said he's the best. Uh, what would you say? The best interior line defensive lineman. Uh, I forgot because it wasn't Sue because that's what I was arguing with. But I forgot. But since Sue or since uh, it was somebody more recent than Sue. 
Um, and I oh shoot, they talking about Donald. Donald. Um, so that's what they that's where they're comparing him to. So you you see that because a I mean, edge rusher an edge rusher is one thing. If you can get interior, there's nothing there's nothing more um sound making a sound defense than you have an interior pass rush because you who can do that really? You well, got Donald okay. and I'm then who? At, I'm just looking at how it falls, right? Uh -huh. So how it's falling and shaping is Houston is one. They mm -hmm. are going to go quarterback. Then right now it's Denver whose pick goes to Seattle. That's the way Gino is playing now. Even though he had a great start of the season, he's running out of gas. So mm -hmm. the quarterback might be a good, especially with them losing Russell. They wouldn't about to bank on Geno Smith for the next three or four years. Yeah. So if you can get so Stroud and Young, one and two, mm -hmm. right? Then it goes Chicago. Chicago loves the edge rushers. So they're probably going to snatch up Will Anderson, which leaves us at four, where we currently sit right now with the Rams pick. I'm telling Man. you, if we stay in the top four or five, uh. we could like like that's the man I'm capping for, bro. If we can stay in the top four or five, the way it's working right now, mm -hmm. that is a strong possibility. A I strong want, possibility. I want Cardin. We talk in the group chat all the time. I, if I can have anybody in the draft, that's who I would get. Just like last year, if I could have anybody in the draft, I was gonna get Hutch. I got Hutch, so I don't think my my luck gonna be that good. But at the same time. If we can get either elite defensive players, I'm, I won't. You won't hear no no complaints. Yeah, because the constellation would be then Miles Murphy. The, the the. No, I'm talking about one or the other. Now, if we fall any further, Miles Murphy will be. Yeah. I, I wouldn't so, be. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm talking about Will or Jalen. Oh, Jalen. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, man, that was that would. But I think, like I said, the way it's lining up, and then we, we'll touch on this. Depending on where we pick our second first round pick, I, I think there's going to be a serviceable corner that's going to fall to us. Depending on where we pick, man, if we end up the way we going, we gonna pick like 22, 21. The, we trending, we trending long. This is that long one now. Hey, hey, wait, 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 no, because because if we if we never mind, we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to where we fall on that end once we get down uh -huh. a couple more slides. But no, uh, -huh. uh let's talk about our other first round draft pick. J-Mo, <laughs> how, how, how do you, uh, because, because look, so ladies and gentlemen, just to give you some context, I was on a store run and I told everybody, I was like, hey, y'all, I think I'm going to be a little late watching the game. Can y'all keep me updated? 10 minutes go by, I'm sitting up there still stuck in the stove. Nobody says anything. Then all of a sudden I'm driving to the crib and they're like, oh, Bob and J-Mo. I'm like, <laughs> so I had to watch it on the replay. So I was pretty, uh. I was pretty sad I couldn't see it live, man. But look, man, these are the kind of friends I have. They, they they let me know after. But anyway. Hey, I just want to say usually usually me, you and Eric watch the game on the on the uh basically on the pod that we do not. Uh we just talk to each other and stuff. Me and Eric was in the same room yesterday. Eric <laughs> about to pass out. He getting stomach cramps. He like this dude watching Earth play watch a Lions game. It's like you watching your friend do drugs, <laughs> knowing this gonna kill them. <laughs> I'm just watching my friend die when J Mo. 
get loose. <laughs> Man, that that was such a good like that was a memory that we'll have, like watching that. Because we saw it, we saw him catch it, and we both realized that said number nine at the same time. And we was like, oh my God, it happened. This is the Alabama dude. How many how many um how many times have you seen J Mo in an Alabama uniform flying past somebody? You like, man, I can't wait to see that. And then it happened. I was like, man, my heart. And I don't know if you've seen so I saw on Twitter and I I didn't post it. I I seen it later. They showed J Mo when he ran like oh, to his dad. He was jumping up around uh, around the stadium and stuff. He went all the way from the end zone and was doing he was like raising his hands up all the way to the other end zone and then gave the ball to his daddy like they and they showed it to do like zoomed out and he just kept going i'm like he went to the other end zone like it was he was you could tell he was so happy yeah. he was so happy and i was so happy for time, him you know long time coming the guy you know i think that was that his first injury I, mm-hmm. I, yeah first injury yeah. in his career you know, you know, blowing a wheel like that. You know, you you worry about whether or not you're gonna ever get back to the to mm-hmm. speed and stuff like that that you ever gonna you were, and then to finally see it come to fruition is something that's a beautiful sight, man. So yeah, I can. Hey, I'm glad the brother was able to show us some emotion. Uh, so show his emotions because um, everybody said that he didn't want to be there. Yeah, exactly. So to to see that, and then and, and we can actually talk about this in a minute, man. Like you said, he didn't want to be there, but I think. The team now is a team that people see, mm-hmm. and people want to be a part of this. Like you know, did you man? see what they, did you see what CJ Moore said? Um, he wanted to come back to Detroit. They, he said that because he he got cut and he ended up was he in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and he and he had the opportunity to come back to Detroit, and he said, "I want to come back to Detroit because I was there." with the losing and I saw how much the fans stood behind us and I want to be there in the winning. I was like, my man. And then for him to get the game ball, um, that 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 was cool. That was cool. So they have a a culture and and that is priceless to have a culture of we are building something. They ain't not there yet and it's gonna be some more bumps. But at the same time, they are building something sustainable. And I never, I, in my life, because I don't remember the 92 season. Like, I remember I sitting in my remember. basement. I remember sitting in my basement watching. But I didn't know I remember the inner working. When we got our asses handed to us by Washington. No, no, no. I remember on the field. I don't remember knowing the GM situation and knowing the players and them being that we didn't have that access. So now I'm seeing it as I didn't know how the team was built when I was, when I was 11. Like I just knew that it was a team out there and Wayne Fonts was there with his starter jacket, but I didn't know how, how the, the team felt. And I didn't know how it was built. It wasn't built. It was built on, on sand. Just like our 2014 team, everybody was, we we had we were top heavy with our with our um with our money. All our money was going to three players. 
now the team is built. We're the third youngest team in the NFL, mm -hmm. and they're learning how to win, which is invaluable. Yes. And speaking of culture fits, what about your boy who just came back home mm -hmm. and said, "They, I'm, I want to win some games, and you come back to the place that drafted you only to get get your, get your ass handed to you? Like, and I just thought that was boo. an irony. That was <laughs> I told Eric they was gonna boo him, and he didn't believe me. He got he caught the healthy booze. Yeah, because you can't, man. Look, the, the one thing I'll say about, and what most people don't understand is, even me down here in the south, when I tell people I'm a Lions fan, they look at me like I'm disgusted, and I'm like, no, I'm actually, I've been a Lions fan since birth, man. Like you mm -hmm. can't, like I, like most of y'all, like for example, y'all Panthers fans, y'all only been around since the '90s. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I, my grandma was a Lions fan. My dad's a mm -hmm. Lions fan. I'm a Lions fan. So, like, that's been passed down to me for generations. Like, y'all new to this fandom. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so mm -hmm. to to have that to where it's like we ride or die for our team no matter what. Like, even, like, we was talking last year. Even on our, like, shitty teams, we still be like, all right, we're going to watch. We're going to put ourselves through this. So to have a guy like that that draft you and knowing that the city backs the team no matter what and mm -hmm. to have you say, like, I want to go somewhere with, like, where winning is happening, you're, like, short-sighted. Because ever since we traded him, five or six. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So it's, it's – Now, I will like, say – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. It, it's just something that, you know, it's it's funny to, to hear that because – he was the only one, you know, you hear, like you said, C.J. Moore wanted to come back. It's guys that want to play here. Like, Aiden could have mm -hmm. probably went anywhere, but he wanted to stay at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he even said it in interviews. Like, we know, like, Detroit ain't a sexy city by any means or shape of the imagination, mm -hmm. gentlemen, for all of y'all who've never been to Detroit that listen to us. Shout out to all the 20 listeners. But um, mm -hmm. what we are is loyal. Like, what was it? His joke was like, women, if you want a, a loyal man, just find a Lions fan. <laughs> Cause we gonna be loyal. We gonna we gonna we gonna ride or die till the wheels fall off. Cause yeah, you know that's how it is. Uh huh. Now I will say, TJ, and this would it's a business. I watched the Vikings interview the, their staff interview TJ after the game, and they were asking how it was to come back and how did he feel about being booed, and he said it's a business. I understand that. And then I seen a clip before the game. Martha was riding off in the in the golf cart, and he ran up to the golf cart to give her a hug. And I was like, "It's business, but at the same time, it's business to the fans." Mm -hmm. That man, they Martha made that man rich. Like that, if somebody if somebody picked me. Gave me millions of dollars, changed my whole life and my children's life and my grandchildren's life. I'm gonna get that old lady a hug. Like so so to see that I was like, man, I can't hate TJ. Like I don't like the Vikings. I don't even think he's gonna stay with me. He might stay with the Vikings actually. But I think the Vikings window is this year. I don't see because they don't do anything dynamic. They have one dynamic player. Then they have okay pieces and an okay quarterback. We have an okay quarterback, but our team is more dynamic. Mm -hmm. Our young players, our young skill players are better, other than Jefferson. But I'll take Sun God and J Mo 
is Sun Sun God and J Mo versus JJ Jettis. Like that can almost be washed. I'll, I'll give that to the Vikings, but then are uh, you can't you can't double any of our receivers to be honest. Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna cook you. Like okay, let me let me go to the Sun God because Sun God was they was trying to double on him, and then Shark get off, and then Big Smooth get off, and then. It's just other players. Then J Mo, they busted coverage. I don't know the inner workings of that busted coverage, but maybe they was looking at some guy like, "Oh, my man gone already." Like, let me turn around and the ball already gone. So that's when you start looking. I rather have, I rather have four sevens and eights than one ten, and then everything else is like, ugh. Because I feel that the Vikings' offense looks like what they wanted the Detroit Lions offense to be when they pick TJ. That's what they want it to look like. And I don't like that's like almost archaic offense right now. Like they're they're in the workings. They can keep that. But I don't think I think the Lions are the toast of the um division next year. So going forward, it's gonna be Green Bay at the bottom where they need to be because they didn't been at the top too long. And then you're going to have Chicago trying to figure it out. Then you got to have Minnesota and Detroit trying to figure that top part out. But yeah. people were saying that in the beginning of this year. And I was like, ah, we ain't ready. And now I'm looking at it like, I know what football looks like. Because I've had to watch every other team build a team. And, and just like, oh, they got pieces. Oh, Baltimore, that's a Baltimore guy. Oh, that's how Pittsburgh, they always find a guy. I'm so happy now. Guess who's finding guys? In a couple years, they're going to be like, the Lions found another one. How did he end up with the Lions? I don't know, but I'm going to take it. We're finally on the other side. Love to see it. And you know what else I love to see? Playoffs. Hey, but hold on. Let's let a <laughs> hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, if we mm-hmm. can rewind the tape, I believe mm-hmm. I spoke about oh oh boy, Jertastic. Jertastic, who's, baby. Who's name? And this is a us talking about TJ Lawsonson, and now he come up like he, he waited hey, until it was, it was, hey, it was God's plan, y'all. It, it was. was so somebody talking about my tight end. I was giving him his flowers, bro. He was giving TJ Dropinson your t- your uh, your phone. He hey, and I I ain't even I ain't even talking about the phone. They ain't talking about this fumble. Yeah, you kind of loud. Um, no, I think it's the echo. Maybe uh, hit on the echo. That's what I'll change it up. Right. All right. But no, they were talking about him having a fumble, and I'm like that. They was trying to do do a um the laterals. That wasn't his fumble. Well, they sure enough charge. But he showed the and dropped the ball, looking like Ebron. <laughs> yeah, hey, funny. let me know if I'm still loud, yo. No, you good. You good. So, okay. I was telling, I was telling Tez about because this is the first time you and I have watched a game at the crib together, mm-hmm. and I was like, us watching a game is like you watching your best friend do drugs. And you know it's killing them, cause when 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 J Mo scored that touchdown, you was about to go to the beyond. <laughs> 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 I mean, one. it was. 
It's the big one. You I'm thought Elizabeth was coming to get Elizabeth. me? Elizabeth, I'm coming. It's the big one. Come on, dog. <laughs> no, uh, what did I? You heard me. All I looked up was said, "Who the hell is that?" Why don't not? I told him. I told him that I was like, we both saw it was mine at the same time. I said, I stupid. I man, if I'd have been a younger man, I'd have had to change my pants. Oh boy. You sure you didn't have to, man? Your depends wasn't on. You nope. Depends. Oh, no, that's that's no, that's when they lose. <laughs> no, nah, not this one. That's custard everywhere. Oh, nope, that's this a green man. pie. My bad. That's the green pie. We we was keeping the PG. Hey, right, so look, my no, bad. So, so no, let's go back because I want we we talked about playoffs and remember I told y'all. When we was fucking right before the Buffalo game, I looked at the schedule and I was like, y'all, we could go to the playoffs and we could win eight out of the last nine and make the playoffs. And you was like, mm. or suck. and y'all was like, no, no, that ain't happening. Ain't no said, I said, playoffs. Uh, yeah. And I was like, I was like, bro, uh, it's not looking bad. And now look where we at. I look like hey. a fucking genius. No, hey. I'm like, <laughs> I told Tez earlier. When we picked the games, what was the last time he picked the Lions to lose? <laughs> Y'all, look, see, ladies and gentlemen, they is out here trying to make me sound like I'm a homer. It was like next next week we play Kansas City. I think we got him. Oh, 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 we got him. We got him. My score thirty four to six. <laughs> Y'all are utter trash. And low key, I predicted. If I'm not mistaken, man, I predicted the Dolphins lost. I knew we were gonna lose to the Dolphins. So y'all can, y'all can. I know I picked that one. That's funny. So I don't want to hear that. Oh man. So really, how do you feel? I watched before the game. We had a seven percent chance to make the playoffs. Now we're up to twenty one percent. So this week is very vital, but. I was listening to Danny O today, and he said that this is a playoff game this week because the Jets are fighting for their life, and we are fighting for our life. But what's outstanding is we probably going to see Joe Flacco. Well, just just to give you a little uh, tidbit on it, because I just was perusing the Internet. Um, Rich, uh, Rich uh, was it many. He reported that the Jets expect White to be okay for the Lions game. Oh, that's even better. Cause it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be cold. Them ribs gonna be like, uh, uh, uh. If you don't put a mute on that thing, this man is wild. This man is wild. We need to put you in the stands, boss. Fam, I came straight from dialysis into this house, kissed my daughter goodnight, and said, "Let me see what y'all, what, what y'all gentlemen talking about." Uh, give man, me some grace. Then this give man will get a whole tube of Pringles and starts munching. No, you lucky I'm not about to smash this Marco's Pizza. Shout out to Marco's Pizza, by the way. I, I, um, I have yet to have that yet. I have, they have them down here, and I have yet to have Marco's. Is that the only way you got to make it? Uh-uh. It's just a, it's just a franchise. Yeah. But I never had it before, but I'm about to have it tonight, though. <laughs> And I missed the tail of the tape. I gotta go. I gotta go back. Yeah, you gotta listen, man. He, 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 he back That's right. Rundown, pretty decent rundown. 
Uh, but yeah, well, Vinny, you was right, man. It was Milano that hit a uh, white like that. I thought it was Ed Oliver. It was Milano. And he they did. ESPN said it was Ed Oliver. I thought, but um, yeah, Milano. That man, that man, he had touched his whole toes. Yeah, <laughs> he got hit. He got me, bro. But yeah, no. Nah. So we play the Jets. They may have their legit quarterback playing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a playoff atmosphere because if I'm not mistaken, they're seven and six. And you know, what does White do well? I do, I have not watched he, him. He so swings far. the ball. Not even on, him and him and Gary Wilson have this utter connection that is just I don't know. I don't get it. Like the minute he stepped on the field that day, the game after Zach Wilson said it wasn't my fault, him and Wilson connected for like two touchdowns. And then the week after that, they had three. And then um. So then after that, it was just like, you know, um, they just have a connection, man. So, um, and, the, and the team likes him, too. That's yes, a, that helps. Too. They play for him. Yes. Yes, they play real hard for him. So that that in and of itself is um, is the is the not necessarily the crux, but I mean, it's going to be cold. Hopefully he they said he's 50 50. They expect him to be OK. But we'll see um, if he will be around. Like you said, Vinny, though, it may go to Joe Flacco after that because I don't think Zach Wilson is going to get off the bench. No, he's definitely not. Um, he's definitely not. He may not ever suit up for them again. May, probably won't. Uh, but then from there, uh, we got uh, the Panthers down here in North Carolina and Charlotte. I'll be in attendance for that game. Hold on. So, hold on. The Panthers, are they, like, in the hunt, too? Bro, can somebody explain can to me they're seven and six? No, no, they're no, seven no. and six, or what? Are, what is the record? The seven. Are, the Jets are seven and six. The Panthers the are four and eight, and they could still win their division because the that's Bucks crazy. That's it. That's the it. I'm like, oh, because the Bucks are what is it? Uh, they're six and six and seven right now, and I think they're on a bye, so they technically are. A, you know, after this week, if they win, they'll only be a game behind them. So, and then if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? If I'm not mistaken, because they just beat the Seahawks, which I'll get to the tail of tape for that. But yeah, I, and they got to play. What the are they game. doing? Who is their quarterback? Sam Darnold, bro. So get out of here. Yeah, Sam Darnold, and and I, once I get to the tail of the tape for the rest of the league, like their defense is very very sound. Like that's uh, all one, Matt Rule drafted. Like so, their their defense is a sound defense, and what they benefited from on uh, yesterday was great defense turning Geno Smith over, and they put him in like short field position. So, but yeah, man, the Panthers they've got to play. So, what are they? The Iowa Hawkeyes? Probably. That probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, because I mean, the, the like their wins, they like they're not impressive. They they. But it's just the fact that they are in a crappy division and they may sneak into a home game. Um, That's why. So, but yeah, so then that game is on Christmas Eve. I'll be in attendance for that. Then we got uh, two divisional games, Chicago at the crib and Packers at, uh, at, at Lambeau. Like like I said, y'all, the way when I looked at it, I was like, man, um, we might be able to win out. Like, Ten to get you in, but nine, we, we might be able to back in there. Yeah, so because nine, the, like I said, the the tie when it happened between the Giants and the Commanders is what is giving it a gray area to where it's ten will get us in. If it was a, you know, if they one of them had lost, nine will probably get us in. 
Giants, Giants not looking, not looking too good. They running out of steam. They are, bro. Commanders, they might have a little something. But well, that's because uh, Hinky, Hinky uh, is picking it up um, for the Commanders. Because then, did they play this? Who did they play this week? I think they on by. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear by. nothing. That's right. Yeah, they jumped. They coming the back for the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's wild. You play them, get a buy, and then play them again. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, fellas, we could we could uh win out in playoffs. Hey man, Did, okay, I didn't even question. suspect it. We make the playoffs oh. in year two of the Dan Campbell regime. Get that man a statue. Did you say Dan Campbell <laughs> or Dan Gamble? Gamble. I heard that today. Yeah, Dan. Gamble. Hey, and then can mm. we look? Look, another another first round draft pick that showed up big yesterday, Panay Sewell, Man, let's talk about the big man with soft hands, God ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Look, look, Brad Holmes for the first is round he, pick. Is he twenty one yet? Oh, that's a great question. That's a good question. Panay is still. I think he's twenty. You trying to buy him a drink? <laughs> I seen that dude a, a whole bourbon. Oh, let me see here. Hold on. He is twenty two, <laughs> brother. He's twenty two. Okay. Two thousand. Bro, he was born in 2000. We graduated high school in 2000. Yeah, Yo. we are. We, I'm going to start calling him my son. Bro, could. it can happen. That Look, that's legit. We do people who was pregnant in high school. They were. That's wild. Bro. I know. Some of my uh, classmates' grandparents, man. It was just cold world. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. What else I miss, y'all? While I was um, I mean, going through it, that's pretty much it. I mean, like we we gave Jared Goff his flowers. Um, okay. How you feel? How you feel about how you feel about him? Um, I mean, I don't think anything's changed about uh, how I feel about him. I think he's very good for what we we have right now. Um, I don't think we necessarily need to rock the boat this year or next year. So um, how do you get your quarterback? Oh, no, I didn't say you don't get a quarterback. I'm just saying you don't rock the boat. I didn't, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess those should be, those two things don't have to be mutually exclusive. I think you can still hold on to golf and still find your, you know, uh, um, I don't want to put a name to the quarterback, and every time I try to remember Buddy's name from Tennessee. Hooker. Yeah, Hendon Hooker, and it's just, you know, something – Something in that where you can a draft and stash. Something in that. Something in that. It's I hard mind. to stash a a quarterback because if you stashing them, you're not picking them in the first round. If you're not picking them in the first round, you're not getting that fifth round option. I mean, that fifth year option, which you, well, you, hurt, you don't so he know. Won't, he won't be able. Look and don't put it past. Don't put it past. Uh, um, Brad Holmes to get some uh, slightly dented goods. Uh, sign, you know, your uh, wide receiver with a blown ACL. Would you and go, a oh, tight end with a busted ACL. Let me get a. Oh yeah, forgot about him. So don't put it past. Don't put it past him to uh, pull something like that. Where you go, you know what? Let's not let's not mess with the chemistry. You sit sit, sit over here, and we'll figure it out. But, um, but I still I still don't think this is the year to to, to pull that trigger. To be honest. Yeah, this quarterback draft is is, is but we can't, we can't not, not have one. Well, we don't have a well if we if we if we miss this carousel, then what are we talking about for next year? If we if we think who, if we think we are who we think we are, 
Because yeah, next year, I don't know. Yeah, it's just not happening. I think that this is the year. I think um, if it's not uh, Hooker, um, somebody raw like uh, AR-15. AR-15, who we know the team has been scouting. They say they've they been to four Florida games. Yeah, they must They must really – they either really don't believe it or they want to be like, let me just see what this is up close mm-hmm. before he we – he is a very dynamic player. Um, mm-hmm. I think I watched. I think I watched that Utah Florida game where he basically won it at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, and then I also there was another game I watched probably later in the season where he he has the the arm strength to get the ball wherever he needs to get it over the you know in, in any part of the field. Um, and he's also very elusive. Like so, I don't think he's a real run quarterback first. But if he needs to pick up some downs on the on his wheels, he can. Um, but yeah, so like he, he's a very dynamic quarterback. I will I will give him that, and that will probably be the best option if we did go later in the draft. But I've been seeing some things where he's projected to go in the first round. Yeah, I would I would put it past it. But you know what's kind of funny? We we we're clamoring, uh, and by me like the fan base, we're clamoring for the mobile quarterback. And have there at least during the win streak, have there been that many plays? Where we feel like we've suffered for not having Jared Goff mobility, no, and that's what I, that was my thought. I feel like he's he's so. I mean, obviously, in a, in a you know, you go five out of six, you're dialed in. But, and, but I think I think the biggest thing is him and Ben Johnson have a connection that I don't want or necessarily think we should interrupt because they listen to each other. They're growing as a OC quarterback connection as far as like Ben Johnson, like Jared Goff, if I'm not mistaken, I think I I saw some weird stat. He's like one of the best play action quarterbacks in the league. Mm -hmm. And we saw so much play action yesterday um, off of like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like we was gashing him for eight yards and then do a play action. We was getting one or two chunk, chunk yards, then doing play action. And they were biting on it left and right. And he was putting the ball where it needed to be. So I think the offense is being almost molded to the point, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's molded around what Jared Goff is good at. So mm-hmm. if it ain't broke, I really don't. I personally, like now that I'm seeing like the maturation of the OC that is Ben Johnson and Jared Goff, he's not a horrible quarterback. Like he's not God awful. Like is he, is, does he underthrow a couple of balls? Sure. What quarterback doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like he's probably gonna underthrow Jamo until he figure out like, dang, this guy's kind of fast. Like you know what I'm saying? Like maybe <laughs> put a little extra mustard on it. So, you know, that's just you know over time. But I just don't, you know, with the way that they're playing right now, they've shown from the first seven weeks to these last six weeks how it clicked and they believed. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we saw like the, even the defense, bro. The defense ain't great. But the plays that we were hoping they made it through the first seven weeks, they're making in these last six weeks. You know what I'm saying? So with a quarterback like that, I don't think like we'd have to go out and like I think there are more useful pieces that we could pick up in the draft this coming year than a quarterback that's gonna reap benefits sooner rather than later with a quarterback. If the, if y'all get what I'm saying. No, makes sense. Makes sense. So I'm looking at I'm looking at his um 
Well, I guess we'll have one extra game, but he's on par to have his best season as a starting quarterback, and that's counting the 2018 season when he had 4,600 yards. So, as because he hasn't looked great all year, but he I mean, to be honest, he only had really two horrible games: the New England game and the Dallas game. I would say that. Well, so I don't remember Dallas, what he Dallas did bad in the Dallas game. He had four turnovers. What are you talking about? Oh, never mind. I'm checking out then. Yeah. So, like, those are the only two games where he was just abysmal. Like, he was just god awful. But I think people game, are people are arguing with me saying so. They're bringing up the Dallas game and they're bringing up that that um, Buffalo pass where he missed Shark. When I think it was a more miscommunication than him missing, because these last two weeks he hasn't missed shark, shark. So what? What? It was something else with that play call. I didn't like the play call. Now with Riverboat Dan, we're not going to be a hundred percent on these gambles. And when you start having something to lose, it's like being an adult. It's easy. To, to to gamble when you're young because you ain't got nothing to lose. When you start having equity and you start, you know, you you 10 and 3 and now you doing a fake punt on the 30. Like, that's when it started like, all right, bro, what are you doing? So right now it's all fun. It's quirky. You know, we're going to figure it out. But that's going to be the maturation of Dan Campbell and Ben Johnson. Let me ask y'all this before we get in a week, week recap. How long you think we got our assistance? Two seasons. So after next year, they're both gone. You think? Yeah. I, I think I think Aaron Glenn will be here a little bit longer because you can't. You ain't about to get no. Um, he he still got the worst defense in the league. So Damn. I mean, we just gave up two thirty three to 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 somebody. I One mean, player. yeah. We hope we can keep them another year, both of them another year. But I, Ben Johnson, I do not want to lose him. Dude, we ain't got no, we ain't gonna have no choice. I know. But what Lindy said, if if your OC is getting quartered to be a head coach, you you're doing something right, man. So if if that's the case, if he's getting quartered, I'm hoping that next year we're winning like eleven or twelve, maybe thirteen games. If he's getting quartered, legit. Because you're hey, man, you're not. Can you you're imagine? Not courting, you're not courting like a six and eleven teams OC bro to be a head coach. Yeah, can so you imagine the Chargers having Ben Johnson? Huh. That man, man, they seem like they're you know, missing a little something. You know who their OC is right now, right? Uh uh-uh, uh, Joe Lombardi. And oh hell nah! <laughs> in, in San Diego? Yeah. You thinking about the 49ers. That's where Anthony Lynn is at. That's a damn shame. I, I'll keep that for the green pie because I want to cook on that. That that nepotism. But anyway, <laughs> we ain't even going we ain't even going that way. Go ahead, Tess. Dun, 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 dun. Right. Yeah, so I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's been a week. I've been gone, but let me go ahead and get my weekly recap cook on. Thursday, we saw the Las Vegas Raiders take on the L.A. Rams in Southern California, and we saw Baker Mayfield get cut on Tuesday. 
practice with the team on Wednesday and lead a 98-yard comeback against the Raiders, who they drowned, they, they took down 17 to 16. I watched like the first half of that game, and Derek Carr is definitely on his way out, ladies and gentlemen, definitely on his way out. Uh, Baker Mayfield went for 230 a touchdown. Uh, Josh Jacobs went for 99 yards and a touchdown, which is somebody I hope the Lions put a serious fly. Will Levis going to look awful nice in that Raiders jersey next year. Oh, you're silly, man. They, 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 they will see, though. Uh, but, yes, the uh, Raiders had one job, and they let us down as the Los Angeles Rams take them down, like I said, 17-16. to 16. Uh, Next, we uh, start Sunday off. We go over to Western New York where the Buffalo Bills took on the New York Jets, and the Buffalo Bills down them 20-12. to 12. The highlight of this game was watching – uh, the, the quarterback for the Jets, White, get pancaked and folded in half by the linebacker Milano as he had to go to the hospital for internal injuries. Uh, and then Joe Flacco came in to uh, do uh, pickup duties. But the Bills behind um, a Josh Allen touchdown on the ground, um, they win 22-12. Next, we go to the Battle of Ohio where the Cincinnati Bengals took on the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals ended up pulling out a victory. 23 to 10. Uh, Deshaun Watson's second start. He threw for 276 in a tutty. Um, Jamar Chase went off, ladies and gentlemen, 10 receptions, 119 yards and a touchdown with Joe Mixon coming back into the fold with 96 yards on the ground as the Bengals win 23 to 10. Next, we go down to the Battle of Texas where the Houston Texans had one job to do. One job, ladies and gentlemen, and they decide to let uh, Dallas come back as Dallas wins 27 to 23. Um, they also had, if I'm not mistaken, a 90 plus yard drive at the end of the game capped off by an Ezekiel Elliott touchdown to win that 27 to 23. Uh, more for the Houston uh, Texans had a monster game, 10 catches, a buck 24, uh, and Pierce, the running back for Houston, had a 78 on the ground in the tutty, but it wasn't enough to take down the Cowboys. Next, we go over to Nashville, Tennessee, where the Titans take on the Jaguars, and they got completely embarrassed, ladies and gentlemen. They lose 36 to 22. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, what happened? Fellas, is the window I don't know what the, the I don't know what the Titans are. I don't know what they are. They're the most, you know, I like uh, Mike Vrabel just as much as anybody else, but he just, it seems like his team is the height of inconsistency some days, bro. I just don't understand it. And it looks like they're going to, they'll go into uh, Kansas City and smack around Mahomes, but then you let Trevor Lawrence stick you. And then the other, I'm sure they had another bad loss too. Yeah. It's just really, they're really, they're a really strange team, bro. Yeah, because Lawrence went nuts. He went for 338 um, and three touchdowns, which we kept Lawrence in check last week. Um, and then Evan Ingram, he went for 11 catches, a buck 62, and two tutties. Evan, the tight end? The great game. <laughs> yeah, the former Giants tight end. Yes, the tight end, Evan Ingram. And the, the Texans wasted a buck 21 and a tutty from uh, Henry as they lose 36 to 22 at home. Next, we go back up to New York where the Philadelphia Eagles proceeded to pounce and, 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 and throttle the New York Giants to 22. Uh, D pants is correct, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jalen Hurts went for 217 and two tutties uh, in the air, and Miles Sanders went for a, a buck 44 and two tutties on the ground as they completely demoralized the Giants 48 to 22. Next, we go to a NFC, I mean, AFC North rivalry game where the uh, the, the Lamar Jackson list Ravens go into Pittsburgh and pull out the 16 to 14 win. J.K. Dobbins had a buck 20 on the ground and one touchdown as they completely uh, give uh, Mitchell Trubisky the fits. Um, as he threw three three picks in that game. 
Mm-hmm. Next, we go out uh, to the uh, mountainous region where the Denver Broncos welcome the Kansas City Chiefs, and they lose 34-28. to 28. Patrick Mahomes had um, uh, 352 in the air with three touchdowns, and Jarek McKinney went off seven receptions, a buck 12, and two TDs as the Chiefs pull off the victory against the Broncos. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Russell Wilson went out of this game. I think he got – Oh, man, Meme City, bro. They he's on the he side on the side looking like Aaron Rodgers when he had the helmet pushed up on the nose, like. But they had it close up and he wasn't here, bro. Like that man was on Mars. And I'm like, dang, well, I've never seen so many concussed um quarterbacks this year. Like this has been a year, the year of the injury. It's been a year. Yes. And then we just lost the. Oh, go ahead. Oh no 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 go ahead no I ain't no no because you're gonna get to it you're gonna get to it. Uh, okay. Next, we go out to West. We go out to the 49ers against the Bucks, and oh my God, we saw Tom Brady become, uh, shall we call him, less than human, as he let a rookie quarterback throw for three touchdowns as the 49ers win 35-7. to They were up 35-zip at, at one point in this game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey went nuts. He had a buck 19 on the ground and a tutty. And low-key, the, the 49ers might be uh, – they can honestly probably run with the Philadelphia Eagles after they've acquired McCaffrey. Having Debo come back, I believe he'll be ready next week. So, so long as that run game with a sprain NCL, yeah, Debo. If I'm not mistaken, Debo's supposed to come back. They said he they're expecting him back from what I read. I think earlier, I mean, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. Well, no, no, I just read he had a sprain MCL. I didn't think he was gonna be back next week. Oh, no, they're, they're projecting him to possibly come back next week. Um, next, we go back out west over into the Pacific Northwest where we have the Seattle Seahawks taking on the hapless Panthers who had just cut uh, Baker Mayfield in the week earlier. So the car mechanic Sam Darnold starts, and let's just say their defense showed out in regards to the Panthers, that is. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they forced two turnovers, two interceptions by Geno Smith, um, and they jumped out to a huge lead early, and they sustained that lead to make it a, a victory for the Panthers, 30-24. to 24. Uh, Geno Smith still threw for 264 and three tutties, but it wasn't enough to take down the Panthers, um, as the Panthers are 7-8, and eight, and like I told you guys earlier, they possibly have a chance to catch the Buccaneers as they are only a game behind. To possibly, they got to play the Bucks and the Saints, if I'm not mistaken, the, the round the year out. But, ladies and gentlemen, the Panthers have a chance to host. The Can we get one of those divisions? I said this last week. Can Man, we the, please get a sorry ass division once? One, just once. Hey, I don't think that'll ever happen. But anyway, uh, last game on Sunday night, we had the uh, the Miami Dolphins travel to uh, Southern California where they took on the L.A. Chargers. And the L.A. Chargers behind 367 yards from Justin Herbert win it 23-17. to 17. Um, Justin Herbert was picking them apart with Mark uh, Mike Williams. He had a buck 16 and a touchdown. Austin Eckler also had a touchdown on the ground. But it seems like the, the Tua Tagovailoa uh, era – might be uh taking a a, a turn for the worse. They keep they've already saying like uh the 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 Dolphins should have picked uh Herbert because if I'm not mistaken Herbert went two Whoa. picks after him. Yeah, three and yeah. yep, three and five. Yeah, hey, so, look who. Hey, Eric, what you say all the time about your Miami Dolphins? Who gonna be the quarterback next year? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Lord Lamar, no, Lord Lamar. Oh. Dude, if Lord Lamar, if Lord Lamar goes to Miami, and two is getting out. traded to, uh, two is getting traded to um, 
the uh, the Ravens. That's my hot take. Hey, my a- my Dolphins. You mean my Chargers? Hey. And, and then let me just let everybody know. Currently, right now on the Monday night game, the New England Patriots are leading the Cardinals twenty to thirteen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for our draft purposes, we all need to root for the Cardinals to get this dub so we can stay in the top four um, as we get the pick from the Rams. But they are currently losing twenty to thirteen. James Conner got eighty-five yards on the ground and a tutty. Uh, let me get real quick. Let me see if there's any important stats for them. Um, We're missing. A, they're missing a the quarterback. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Mighty Mouse Kyler Murray goes out. Uh, was oh, it ACL? I think so, but it was also they were they were talking about mad memes went up about getting rid of the turf field, uh, the artificial. Uh, turf as field. as every ACL. Yeah. So they claims another. Yeah. So that's uh that's the tail of the tape, ladies and gentlemen. Um. It's looking like it's a it's it's not even that great of a game. Like it's if I'm not mistaken, two offensive touchdowns and a defensive touchdown by the uh Patriots that has the Patriots up by seven. So it's real ugly. Mac Jones got a pick, Colt McCoy got a pick. They both got like a buck eighty or buck ninety total yards as far as Pillow Fatty Matty Patty strikes again. Yeah, so so, but that's the uh, tale of the tape around the NFL for this week being week 14. I know y'all missed me last week. We did. So I hope hope yes, you came back and uh, did it justice. So, um, we look ahead. I ain't doing it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we look ahead to uh, this week coming. Got the Jets. Uh, How much we gonna win by this? Oh, uh, well, we the, the 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 pendulum swung. The Jets were favored by a point. Now we're favored by a point. So. Uh, just to uh, give context to that, um, damn man. So, I, so I'm looking at Matt White. Did he only have one good game? Like I'm looking, was he injured? I know he had two good games. Yeah, he had pretty two pretty decent games. Let me double check real quick. I can give you. He had 369 yards against Minnesota, but he also had two picks and had 57 attempts. Let's 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 go air raid. So yeah, so he had three fifteen against Chicago, for three tutties. He had okay. three three sixty nine and two picks, and then he almost had a three hundred game before he got completely obliterated, um, and no tutties. So the thing is, man, he can sling the ball. So that's the, and then like I said, he's got Garrett Wilson. Uh, we've got. Hey, we can't do no worse. We can't do no worse uh, with a with a receiver than we did this week and still won. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but their defense ain't that ain't that ain't Minnesota's defense. That's true. That's true. Yes. Can we get Okuda back? Can does anybody got an update? Is this is this flu? Didn't he have the BGs? I thought he had the flu because the flu was running rampant in the whole United States. Okay, well, hopefully he get them fluids in. Yeah, because he he was sorely missed last week. But what you got, Tez? Um, I got a dub, thirty-one twenty-seven. What a shot! Hey, look, look, cause look. I'm the one who predicted the playoffs when y'all thought I was crazy. I looked at the schedule and was like, that could actually happen. And I actually had faith in it. So I don't care what y'all say about me. Hey, man, say it with conviction. Because that, 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 that proves my playoff hope that y'all laughed at. So, yes, I'm taking the dub. 31-27. All right. What you got, eight? 24-17. G G your lions. 
Um, let's keep the party, let's keep the party rolling. Um, another tough game in the Meadowlands. I know it's not the Meadowlands, but I'm old, and that's what I'm gonna call it. That's what Dan um, Campbell called it today. So <laughs> we go with that. Yeah, and, you know, you know. Shout out to MetLife, but you know, it's always gonna be the Meadowlands. Um, I just I think this is gonna be uh, a low scoring game. Um, I think you know both defenses are going to uh, you know play pretty solid, and uh, I think Matt Ryan have any wheels? No, he does not. Okay, that's all it takes. So we're gonna get to the quarterback. He ain't got no wheels. No, he does not. He does. let me see how many rushing yards he has for the year. Give me two seconds. And he might get a little camera shy after that hit this week. He he has a grand total of nine rushing yards in the three games that he's played. My man. Well, I will say this. I haven't had this much fun watching my Lions. And I don't remember. Even even the 2014 year, we weren't winning with conviction. We were winning in spite of. These games feel different. When I was watching... I had to cut off my SOL meter when me and Keith was watching the game because I kept getting nervous like we were going to lose, and they didn't show any signs of losing that game. Anybody who was watching that game that wasn't a Lions fan knew who was going to win the game. It was us, and we have to, as a fan base, learn to win as well. So I will say we will win. I think it's going to be low scoring, maybe a 21-17 game. Um, if you notice, we're giving up a lot of yards, but we aren't giving a lot of touchdowns up. So the bend but not break is working because did did Jefferson have a touchdown this week? No. He had 220-some yards and zero touchdowns. So Thielen and Osborne had the receiving touchdowns. There you go. So um, if we can somehow – Keep African Toast Orarier off the field, we have a chance. If he is forced to play in any capacity, I, I. Uh oh. Then he's got a, a defensive whipping boy? Man. Hey, man, he been whipping. He just hasn't been on the field. Nah, I was whipping him in the beginning. We had this whole conversation. Like I didn't say we didn't. I just kind of forgot yeah. that's your whipping boy. So now you got hey. a defensive one and an offensive one. Hold on, who's the offensive Swift? Yeah. Swift looked terrible this week. We ain't even talking about his ass <laughs> looking terrible, boy. See, look. Hey, get him, get him up out of here. I got an A, man. We, we, let him let him run, let, let him run the uh, contract out, but that man, that man, he not who we thought he was. So, with that being said, we got three dubs coming this way. Um, thank you for listening, folks. We ran over a little bit longer than we thought, but Irk came through like the dark night, and it had the Irk and Jerk sign in the sky, and he made sure to to get home. So. Thank you for listening. Um, Irk and Jerk Pod. You can catch us on any platform. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell their mama, tell their daddy, and tell their granddaddy that um, we'll say four down the field. So uh, thank you for listening. This is Irk and Jerk Pod for Vince, 
uh, Benny B, Tez, and Earthtastic. I don't know who the hell that is, but we're going to go with Earthtastic. Um, this is Earth and Jerk Sports. Sports. We out. Earth and Jerk Podcast. Podcast.